0: Welcome to Outside the Cubicle, Live Your Passion with Lorraine. Today it gives me great pleasure to welcome Kate McGoy smith this amazing Calgarian who is truly living her passion. By watching a movie, Forks Over Knives, which literally changed her life, having cured a number of health conditions simply by educating herself on the food she ate, Kate's passion is educating and empowering others to change their eating habits. Kate has a number of accreditations, some are Diploma of Nursing, a certificate from T. Colin Campbell Foundation and E. Cornell University, a course on plant-based nutritional studies, and the nutrition of a healthy heart. A number of certificates from the Cleveland Clinic, and a couple of them are Nutritional Strategies for Coronary Artery Disease, a Nutritional Strategy Beyond CA, and a starch Solution Certificate from Dr. John McDougall's Health and Medical Center. Welcome, Kate. That is quite a list of accomplishments. Uh, congratulations to you on educating individuals about how important it is to look at, at our health in terms of the food we consume.
1: Thank you very much, Lorraine. It's nice to be here with you and your listeners. Um, yes, my uh, I, I was really led on this journey by my own health crises uh, in 2017. 2007- Seven. I was diagnosed with something called idiopathic pulmonary arterial hypertension—a long name. Idiopathic. I say even the idiots don't know what caused it or can cure it. It's a unfortunately a progressive, very rare disease that only affects two to four in a million, and it's high blood pressure localized in the pulmonary arteries of the lungs. And so, with with it comes a severe right-sided heart failure and um, a life expectancy of two years without any form of treatment and five years with treatment that is just trying to slow the progression of the disease and it left me within months blind on oxygen continuously and um, eventually i was put on a lung transplant monitoring list and i was like that for five years really struggling to just stay alive And then I heard about the documentary, George Strapanopoulos came on one night. He's a CBC host and with his own talk show at the time. And he came on and said he had seen a documentary called forks over knives. He said, it changed my life. It might change yours. That's all I'm going to say. Well, I've always been a curious learner. And so I wanted to find out more about it and, uh, wrote to the producers. And found out the movie was coming, it came about a year later, I believe, to an alternative theater, which meant going up two flights of stairs to get to it. And that's like when you have a, a oxygen tank on your back, that's like scuba diving on land <laughs> and being blind. So it was like me having to climb the uh, Mount Everest you know but we did end up going and we ended up going three times because we took our children to it and we said this is how we're going to eat and our children were still in grade school sort of junior high and high school and so we just said this is evidence based science and evidence based science is is both reliable and valid and it was able to show that it reversed heart disease and it reversed diabetes And it got people um, much more stabilized in their health. And even in fact, with some people had cancer, they were able to survive and stay cancer free. So I was really intrigued to get started with it. And um, a whole plant based plate is really uh, a description of how you eat. So if you can imagine on your plate, you'd have fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and legumes, which are there's 107 varieties of beans. So those are the four key components to your plate, and um, and you eat without measuring or weighing or controlling. It's not a diet. It's really a lifestyle of of eating this way because it's if you if you want to maintain your health, you never want it to end. A diet is only a temporary means to something. Um, whereas this is an ongoing health journey for most people.
0: Right. So um, eating plant-based, it's not the same as being a v- eating vegetarian, is it?
1: No. Uh, there's, there's sort of, um, there's kind of a whole realm on a continuum of what people eat. So you could start with, for example, there's a standard American diet, which is pretty heavily on meat and dairy, and then some fruits and vegetables, And um, some grains, not necessarily whole grains, it might be like white bread and white pitas and just different things like white rice. And then there's the vegetarian diet where people do not eat animal meat per se, but they may have dairy products like eggs and cheese and things like that. Then there's the vegan diet that will stay away from any animal products. However, we know if we go in the grocery store now, there's a lot of um, what we call fake meats. uh, And these have unfortunately isolated soy uh, protein in them, which causes uh, their, their, in them are insulin uh, uh, insulin, uh, growth hormones. And we know that they can help turn on and off cancer growing cells, unfortunately, just as meat can. Um, that's through the work of T. Colin Campbell in the China study. He's actually been able to show by the percentage of how much protein we end up having, often through meat sources, that we can actually turn on and off cancer-growing cells. He's been able to demonstrate that. Um, and then there's the whole plant-based diet, which is really what I had mentioned is fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and legumes.
0: Right. So uh, since you've adopted this plant-based eating and you facilitate uh, potlucks monthly, have you found yes. uh, a change in people's mindset? Maybe they should consider this dietary change, or is there some sort of apprehension of people thinking they are giving up their food, favorite foods?
1: Well, I think that initially, anytime you ask anyone to make any kind of change in their life, I think they will experience hesitation. Because they have learned to live, even if it's not optimally, they've learned to sort of live, kind of eke out an existence sometimes, you know, whether we're in a relationship that's not going well, or it's a work situation that's not going well, or it's what it's on our plate. We're just, it's what we're used to, right? right. And so we we're kind of hesitant at first. So what we invite people to do is the first time they come to one of our potlucks, Um, And we have them usually the second Thursday of the month. Um, However, this month of May, we will actually have it on the third Thursday, on uh, May 16th. But uh, I will ask them to come and not bring anything with them. Just bring themselves. That's the most important of all. And for them just to try the food and to realize there's no kind of food cooking contest or no competition, Mm -hmm. people are very welcoming, Uh, they're interested in wherever, if you're just curious about eating more plant-based foods or you're actually quite committed to it, it doesn't matter where you are on your journey, you're accepted. And uh, often it's the taste that wins people over Mm -hmm. when they say, wow, this tastes really good. And they're sometimes surprised because sometimes we put up, when we put labels in front of ourselves, we kind of then maybe hold back because we go, we're not sure. Just like we we don't necessarily want to jump in water, that we don't know how deep it is, if there's any sharks or animals, or if there's, you know, things that could be broken or glass on the bottom, or it's really unsafe, there's not a lifeguard. So people are just as cautious when it comes to, trying foods, but these aren't really new foods. Often many people have eaten fruit before, they've eaten vegetables before, <laughs> they've eaten brown rice before. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they just maybe have not had it more exclusively and realize that it can be very creative. We, we have incredibly creative cooks mm-hmm. and there is so much literature even, you can, you can take any favorite dish you want mm-hmm just google it and find oil if you look for oil-free whole plant-based recipe on it you usually can find it even like macaroni and cheese for Mm -hmm. example you can find a non-dairy kind of cheese that you can make i make one believe it or not out of potatoes and carrots and it's thick like the wendy's cheese sauce on a broccoli cheese potato and it tastes really good and i was shocked myself because i didn't know that would be possible. So there's a lot of really pleasant um, cuisine surprises that people can be extremely creative and enjoy it.
0: Right. So let's talk for a moment about uh, diabetes. Is this a lifelong um, condition or can it be reversed?
1: I think we're certainly told that it's a lifetime chronic condition once you have it. And we now have sadly children in junior high that are now diagnosed with type 2 diabetes when it used to be called late onset diabetes. And it was expected to someone in their seventies or eighties to get, um, diabetes is actually this sort of type two diabetes that we're talking about, which is different than type one. Type one is someone who is, um, born without having being able to produce insulin in their body and so they need the help of insulin injections to be able to um, break down the sugars in their body so that it can be used as energy Mm -hmm. and not be stored up but in type 2 diabetes this is an actually issue of fat and I'm not I mean we have people who are very thin who have type 2 diabetes what I mean is the fat is in the cell and so what happens, it's kind of like gum in a lock. The insulin's being produced by your pancreas, but when it comes to try to get into the cell, it's blocked by the fat that's in there. It's like gum in a lock. It can't get through, it can't get that key in. So they can't, the insulin cannot get in sufficiently. And so it results in having high blood sugars and, of course, developing type 2 diabetes and all of the chronic conditions that come with that kidney problems Mm -hmm. um eye problems liver problems Mm -hmm. um even potential heart attacks so what we can do is we can reverse it there's evidence-based nutrition to show that it's reversible uh dr neil bernard and dr david jenkins dr david jenkins is a canadian He is an M.D. with two PhDs and an Order of Canada recipient, and he practices out of the University of Toronto, and he's internationally recognized, and he, he did studies with Dr. Neil Bernard of Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine, and they were actually able to show people, even people who could not exercise, that they could, through diet, actually reverse their type 2 diabetes. Excellent. Now let's talk a and i was time. able to do that myself lorraine i was an insulin dependent diabetic i started with the oral glycemics and then ended up having to be on insulin to stabilize uh, because of my other health conditions as well but i was able to just through diet um, and of course i was under a physician's care under my endocrinologist's care who's well aware of what i was doing followed me along until I went from long-acting insulin to actually being removed from that. And I've been without any kind of daily needle pricks or insulin for several years now. And my last A1C just a couple months ago was 5.6.
0: That's great. Now let's talk a minute for about heart disease as a leading cause of death for both men and women. So what would an individual need to do to not be one of these statistics, and how soon can one see results of adopting these uh, dietary changes?
1: Well, in Alberta, for example, sadly, women actually have a, a slightly more heart disease than men, and so and and it's very important to often. And why I say sadly is because often women don't get as much attention, and we've seen this in medical journals; they don't get as much attention for their complaints of symptoms as men do. We still think that it's more of man's illness than women's, but mm-hmm. unfortunately, heart disease is an equal opportunity disease. Um, and so what we can do is if we remove the dairy and the meat products, including fish, all animal products, from our diet, mm-hmm. uh, we are getting rid of you know 70 to 80 percent of fat that has no fiber with it and we are actually helping to reduce our cholesterol. And that's the plaque that ends up being built up in our arteries. Mm -hmm. Our arteries can only vasodilate so much. And if they, if our blood, when we have one, even one tablespoon of oil, we could slow our blood flow up to three to five hours and stop it in parts of our body. And so if we, if our blood is not flowing like water and instead of flowing like molasses, And then on top of that, because of the heavy amount of cholesterol it's producing, it's very sticky. And it's sticking to the sides of the arteries and blood vessels that we have miles and miles of. You can imagine that when we need to go up and down stairs, for example, just the pumping, and that's the pumping action of our arteries and blood vessels dilating and constricting, dilating, constricting to pump us, to get us up the stairs. You can imagine then, that if our blood is then flowing like molasses and sticky, we're going to have a great deal of difficulty, and you can see how we end up getting some shortness of breath, or our heartbeat is having heart is having to work harder, and um, so and that can lead unfortunately to 40% of people dying of heart attacks and never having a chance to pick up a fork again. Mm -hmm. Yet this is reversible. Dean Ornish is showing that in the United States he's out of California. He's been able to show it reversible. Dr. Codwell Esselstyn. He's written a book called prevent and reverse heart disease. He's done studies for over 25 years showing that people can reverse this. Um, Does it take some time and some skill and some effort? Absolutely. But we know that most things, you know, take that 10,000 hours. Most things take effort, that anything worthwhile in life takes effort, even riding a bike, mm-hmm. learning how to drive a car. Mm-hmm. We didn't learn it just immediately. We had to take some time, even practice with other people. That's why the potlucks are so much fun mm-hmm. and also give great education.
0: Now you have a, an event coming up May this 11th, uh, Saturday, at the yes. Calgary Public Library downtown, yes. um, it's yes. called Fork Smart Enough Every Day. Could you talk briefly about who's going to be talking?
1: Right, our 2019, we've done this for three years, it's a gratitude project, we do it at a cost recovery. And um, uh, so this year we have featuring three keynote speakers. And we're really excited. We have Dr. David Jenkins, of course, who I mentioned earlier. He's a MD with two PhDs, Order of Canada recipient, internationally known he researches out at University of Toronto. And he's co-authored the Glycemic Index. So he's a creator of that. He's also contributed to the Blue menu for superstores. And he is world renowned. And then we have Dr. Doug Lyle. He's an evolutionary psychologist who was featured in the documentary Forks Over Knives. And he talks about the kind of pleasure trap of kind of understanding how do we get caught up in that sugar, salt, fat uh, realm of, you know, if we think of fast food and processed food that's so so prevalent in every, whether we go into a 7-Eleven or a grocery store or all those drive through mm-hmm. um, fast food places. Mm-hmm. How do we get trapped into that and leading to chronic illness and disease? And then we have Jane Esselstyn, who's actually the daughter of Codwall Esselstyn. And she's a, a nurse and a researcher. And she is a cookbook author as well. And she's written a series like Engine 2 Cookbook and Prevent and Reverse Heart Disease. So she will be talking about our health above and below the belt And also uh, offering a cooking demonstration. We'll also have a marketplace of possibilities. And then, depending on which ticket you choose, there's a basic plus or ultimate ticket. The ultimate ticket holders will attend a private reception from after the summit's over from 5 to 7 and meet the presenters. Enjoy some light plant-based refreshments.
0: Well, I've definitely got my ticket for this event, and I'm very looking very forward to this. I want to Great. thank you, Kate, uh, for your time and all okay. this wonderful uh, information you provided me and the listeners.
1: Well, I hope people will check out the summit. It's at forksmartsummit.com, and if not, uh, forksmart.org is my uh, site as well, but both information about the summits there, and as I said, this will save people a lot of time and money because they can hear these speakers that normally uh, you would have to travel to the states or to Ontario to to hear. So that's ForksmartSummit.com and Forksmart.org.
0: Fantastic. I want to just let you all know that you've been listening to Outside the Cubicle, Live Your Passion with Lorraine. Be sure to like, comment or share this podcast and have a fabulous day and go live your passion.